0: Welcome, everyone, to Miami. We're here in Miami Beach at Benzinga 2023 at the Benzinga Capital Conference in Miami. My name is Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits Podcast. And Plant Profits Podcast is brought to you very proudly by Protus Global. My guest today, sitting with me here in Miami Beach, is Aaron Miles. And Aaron is the Chief Investment Officer of Veronica. And Barada, if you don't know it, I'm sure you all know it's a very successful MSO, multi state operator in the cannabis uh, space across the United States. You're in 14 states, legal and medical, wherever is appropriate. And you have 14 manufacturing cities, so facilities. So you are relevant. You're a big player in this space and you're doing things, and it's really 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 good see you. i'm really happy Karen, that you
1: it yeah i know bernie i appreciate being uh you having me on and taking the time and now uh, as you said you know we've been very cardboard we've been able to build off in the front right you're
0: totally 2023
1: yeah
0: chief investment officer yeah are you working or are you just still we're never now we're oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, this is a place where you can't uh ever calm down and, and take a day off right and it truly is you know, uh, different on, on a day-to-day basis. So I've never worked in an industry as dynamic as cannabis. And, and to be honest, I would work in another industry. Uh, once you get the feel, yeah. you know, we're all a part of something that will never happen again. Tell me another industry that you're going you know, to be involved in or be a part of, gonna so you know, evolve uh, the way that cannabis is evolving. And we're going to put our stamp on the space. And, and right. not only are we relevant, but we feel that like we're on cup operators in the space as well.
0: No, and that's great. And and you really, you're going to do fine. You guys going to do fine because you're active and they're doing doing things you've been at this for a while when I mean, you were at cresco before now so you've been in cannabis you just made a statement that you wouldn't do anything else here's what i love about cannabis right now from a talent perspective folks have gone yeah i mean it's it's been out to in eight years so legal cannabis so people have been in the industry eight years they come from other places they come in they worked and they lived in the space and they they found out one year of cannabis was worth about ten or eleven right it't Christ. So they found this out and they made decisions. They made decisions that they either want to stay in this industry or they want to exit stage left, right and get out of here. And what you know and you' finding is I'm sure they can now find people that are really well adjusted to cannabis. they understand how fast to face it, they understand at what. It's true today, it may not be true tomorrow. They understand all the, the head jerking issues with this race and they love it. Like you made a statement, you wouldn't be anywhere else.
1: Well, you love it, and then you hate it on yeah. right? yeah. the other side, right the last frustrations that come to play here. But you know, the biggest challenge for this, you think about it, eight years, yes. right? you think about the opportunities we have available to us now versus what was available on day one that's really started to take off. Yeah. How do you develop who you bring into your company? Right, early on it was all about operators it was all about you know getting a consistent product out to market well now we're a real company now we'll probably if we trade it and, and so you think about the skill set that's required right and let's let's look beyond the fact that you have to grind this is not a 40 hour a week type job for you have to want to be involved in the space and you have to be passionate about it right because if you're in this just to get out quickly then this isn't just going to work for you you have to be a part of the process with a long-term view that this may not be tomorrow but you still see those positive bound line. But how do you recruit for, you know, an IFRS to gap conversion? How do you recruit going public in Canada? But they positioning yourself and, and being ready to go public in the U.S. It takes a very different skill set. And, and you almost have to evolve, you know, even your, your staffing portfolio, right? So there has been an evolution in people who want to come in space because it is, it's like, Working to your favorite sports team. You're just going to sit there and watch all the games. And you're like, wait, this is a real job. And so when you look at cannabis, from the outside looking in, it's, it's, it's very intriguing because of the opportunities that are in front of you. But it's a lot of work. And you have to want to grind and be good after it. And I think what we've been able to accomplish shows the workforce that we've been able to put together. Because you know, I would work for a different team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's.
0: What a, what, a, what a compliment. Tell me, what did you guys do when you realized that things were changing? You were changing the business the complications in the business sophistication level may picked up so and and definitely you wanted a more professional leadership more professional tier beneath the leadership you know to to make sure that you create that foundation of growth how did you go about that
1: it, it's planning for everything to go along okay and i'm not <laughs> that i been crazy <laughs> joke, but uh, you know there's I I, I I we don't have enough time to talk about what we have been told is going to happen yeah and that even it's reverse and then about base where you're like at the last second and just can't do this so yeah. you know the way that you plan for it is you know what you want to accomplish right and you have had to position yourself at an opportunity but not too far ahead right and so i think some companies are almost Um, paying a price for trying to guess what these markets are going to do. So the biggest thing that we've done is you said, you know what, if we're going to be successful in this space, we have to be self-sustaining. And we are, right? Like, safe didn't pass and federal is is, dragging, you know, federal government's dragging the feet. But for us, it doesn't matter because we built our business to be self-sustainable. That's all part of the process. So you look at these opportunities, right? Like, you know, it started out with Canadian ski resuscitation. Okay, so you, so you go public. Well, then now the LTC becomes available. So now you can actually have exposure into the U.S. markets by almost having a proxy for for what you're treating in Canadian markets, and it's evolved from that. So so you think about this is that like you want to go down this path? I mean, you want to get into this regular cadence, yeah. But now you have a better opportunity. So now you have a shift, and now you have a better opportunity. Now you got yeah, a shift, right? And so. What we always look at is always making sure that we're operating as efficiently as we can, but not getting too far ahead. So if we you know risk management, working at those opportunities is supplement curly really tribe then, and it all goes back to the inception of right. Then George Arcos, our CEO and founder, has an operational mindset, hospitality mindset. And kind of the reason that resonates so well in this space is we can actually go and look at some of the backgrounds of different operators, really? lawyers, bankers excellent at the licensing process there sure. and if we want a license now like wait now i have to run a business like I mean, and so for us the hard part was getting a license yeah. but then you know once we got a license in illinois which is the foundation ob filter business on george is like i'm going to take my middle state construction team go down to start developing a cultivation facility i'm going to take my- pastry chef, my head of operations, all this to call it realm, we're on a grill, we're yeah. real, we're not making, you know, edibles and extraction. And yeah. So you can simply And, it. and that's why we've been profitable since inception is the way that we've been able to build it.
0: he's a restaurateur that's... It, and it May have he's taking everything he's learned. Yeah. To make that happen. You're the chief investment officer.
1: What are you telling George to look at? Captain, probably not enough farming here, but, you know. Give her This is what I want. Either you look at what... What does CEO and founder need in a noble company? Right. And and it's a very public facing and wallet for um but in this industry you have to know the appellations. So George have multiple paths. It's our CEOs, our founder, that chief operating. officer. He's the head of everything, right? So what I am for George a lot of times is the aziers on the street. So we're getting feedback from investors from analysts, and analysts and we're starting to hear where, you know, there might be some concerns about the business That that's where I'm focused he drove his attention on. And I think the biggest thing that I you mean, know, I kind of want to go back to what I said about being self-stable. Self-stable is we don't run our business based off dislocations in the market. We all see what we're trading, and sure, you know, I would love to to deal with the recruiting get in the institutional dollars coming in. But I try to utilize George's time in the most appropriate fashion. And so, what I talk to about expansion opportunities. i try looking at different states. Who, what investors are we talking to, and what debt holders do you talk to? And so. It's evolving from that perspective because if we wait for opportunity and then go on trying try to forge those relationships, we're going to be pop-black-wooded. So my job is to always stay a step ahead. So, if an exchange, I mean, Leo Sachs, and NASDAQ, I'm then we're letting then it. Anyways, institutional investor want to invest money, they're ready. And we already have George involved in most types of situations. But I'm here to not waste George's time and to begin to waste George's time in the most appropriate fashion. She took a
0: sale in Maryland, which come. All
1: right, uh, you've the, you been there, done that? You're set, ready to go. Legacy state. Yeah. To look at what we did in Illinois. We set the tone for a rec turn on, and in, and basically the Admiral Ferrano is establish ourselves in the medical program, grab market share, invest from being profitable and create cash flow positive to be able to invest in our footprint ahead of adult news. We did it in Illinois. We did it in Jersey. We did it in Connecticut. We in Maryland. We'll position in Florida, PA. Ohio, yeah. and now you start to see how baranga have gotten to that feet Cultivation yes. Desk, where feet under 26 dispensary extinguisher, you know, active in 13 states, and it all resides in the bottom line, right? Like, so, you know, we could go out and buy multiple assets and really drive that top-line revenue, but we want to look at a treated, limited license for integrating the states. And and Maryland is a legacy state for oh. us. Uh, and, and it's a state that we're very well positioned in and yeah. you know, fingers crossed what I wanted with they hole to uh, that after let's go pet and survive. We've been brought this, you, know, so, you know, yeah. yeah that, that is uh,
0: that is amazing. I love the story about barab and what you're investing in looking at her. Let's talk about is Prairie feet. What do you think? You've worked moderate, right? You worked in a lot several different industries, right? And you worked in the New York stock issues. You worked at Cresco. You worked another place in other places and forth. How are
1: we do creating brands and cannabis? I think um, some guys were far ahead, and uh, early on. And I think um, and, you know some were maybe a little bit behind, right? And maybe for for a company like Verano, you know, we had trouble December and brand zero on. Because when there was the supply constraints in the markets, yeah. we were all about power quality with the best product. We could even put product on the shelves, right? So now we've evolved to where marketing and branding <laughs> starts to make more sense. So, you know, number one, and, and you say this for everything we do as a company. When you think hospitality, it's not just coming into it. You know, I'm our dispensaries, dispensaries. or any dispensaries. or even dispensaries down here and being treated correctly. And that's right. so important to us. But it's this conversation. Every interaction we have representing our company is what we want to judge judge. So hospitality is number one. Fair. Getting feedback from our consumers and finding what they want and is their key. But if you don't have a consistent product to cost your foot three, it doesn't matter what you're random. For. So what we've done a really good job of is creating a consistent quality of product across that million square feet. So you're going to hear, like, yeah, well, this smaller operator, you know, had a really strong reputation from, you know, a, a quality perspective, but then we have to focus on 10,000 square feet. We have to focus on, you know, it's a challenge, right? And so we've done a really nice job of is creating consistency across our 13 hacked up state footprint, well, we're technically running 13 different businesses, right? But what the opportunity for that is is that it gives us feedback from different markets because, you know, a gummy that sells in Illinois might not sell in Maryland that might not sell in Florida. So we are now at a point where we are just absorbing as much data as we can. And what that does is now it's resonating into how we're evolving the power portfolio. So our flower line, Verano, premium of flower, we would put it up against any operator in the States. Uh, always a, a legacy. Uh, what, what's the brand profile of a so it's the brand profile is always on the high end premium brand, right? And so we want it's hand trend, it's you know, cured longer, it's tended to like you think about that like, the fine brand of was he well over here. Like, yeah. you know, and I don't want to prepare alcoholic cannabis, but you know, we think about like a really good bourbon, right, that you, you, you age it and, and you tend to it. And that's in, and it's the overall you know, behind that. But right. you know, so the, the, the idea behind that is, is you always want to protect your, your premium brands. It's the highest margin product that we have now. What the market now dictates, we're an obsessionary here my Wallets are being pinched, those stainless checks go away. What we've been able to do now is evolve our product portfolio. So we think about, could we have Savvy, which is our, our, our value lane, and Canva Etchins, which is our mid-tier. Okay. And now what could we, more automation behind that. So we have these machines that can do intri- the training that is very similar to the Nantrip. Okay. With that the key behind it. Here, do I get the quality is it the consumer? A hundred percent. I get the, the, the same quality, same. so what, what's the difference except you saving some art? It's the same genetics, the failure time might not be as long. Well, so now you start thinking, you know, to use bourbon as an example. There are four-year bourbon versus a you know twenty-three-year bourbon. There's that. There is a difference. But the four-year, if it's still made from the same ingredients, it's still high-quality bourbon. And so for us, our value in our mid-tier product, we would put up against some people's premium product. It's the same genetics. It's the process behind it to get to final stage where the efficiency comes in and why we could charge out a little bit less. Now the key to this as well is when you start looking at these markets at PA. Right. It is so prone to pricing like right now, present pressure. And when you're just a premium player, well, now you have to go out and buy a value and a mid-tier foot under shelves to, to meet that demand. But since we're able now to evolve our product portfolio and do a mid-value or a value late in, in a premium brand, we could meet all. Sure. And so, you know, we're looking at different product quality foreign factors, but really what we're focused on is the flower, the face, and then um, uh, the edible wine. And the edible wine is probably what we'll put the most focus on right now. Where you have the Encore brand, which is the you know the sure legacy brand, but then you're starting to evolve into Bits, which is a lower dose, easier entry point for people that now have adaptogen rolled into it. Okay, because you're starting to get dec- consumer feedback. Okay. So I'm feed- so you're moving more to edibles. Uh, we've always had edibles. Uh, flowers always going to be the top. Were you pushing edibles more to the bits? You are, yeah, but you're also pushing edibles in the, the the bigger variety to the consumer, and so. You know you had your high end edibles which is 10 milligrams all the way down to you know the fives and you could also have a very strong abexian medical line weight where uh, you have pain creeds uh, capsules that are 2.5 milligrams so what you want to do at the end of the day is you want to look at your your consumer demand and you want to have entry points for every type of consumer that's going to come into cannabis so you have your legacy high-end users. Well, what we did is we just rolled out holy union which of it infused pre roll i would personally never touch it because i would End up going to a, another planet, but I should, but uh, but I will tell you, but some, and that's sure solicited feedback from our blood tenders. So, okay. when you think about how you build your portfolio, right? Early on, we are like, we're just gonna be a wholesaler, this is the only way we're gonna be a wholesaler, and all of a sudden, you're like, well, George's restaurant background, the hospitality is a natural fit to occur. But the reason that's so important is because you have this balanced approach, yeah. Not only can you, you know, in times of disruption, maybe run a little bit more product to your dispensaries, right, yeah. to, 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 to help margin profile, but you're also now, we're getting feedback from 126 locations. Okay, our bike tenders are talking to consumers on a short daily basis, and the, the, the further that this goes and the longer that we're in existence, the more feedback we're getting, or you continue to evolve into the end.
0: We've said earlier in this conversation that you, you look ahead. You're kind of uh, eyes, ears, uh, and nose. Uh, George, right? And the organization, that's that's what we do. So let's let's look at here. When the walls come down and play open. You have multi state offering that's vertically integrated. Well, this is what's gonna be what's gonna create a bound in your organization?
1: Over maybe every day's competition. or some other kind of stuff. So Again, it's, it's it's buttoning up operations, right? Making sure later that consistent product across your uh, footprint is, is going to be there. But what does legalization look like? This is where there's a lot of variables. It, mm-hmm. it can be shipped across lines. It can we now have a, more of a regional structure. Mm-hmm. Beverages now start to come in more to play too. now you don't have to have yeah. you know, product development in each state that you're operating. Mm-hmm. But I think what it does, you look at it in, in multiple factions. First So you look at what does it do from capital markets? Yeah, right. We're ninety-seven percent retail traded right now. Yeah, about hundred lot trade. So, should you focus
0: on the energies a bit of great retail? I think it's to, to depend on how it allows, This whole yeah. roof allows to put fire down the shelf. For sure, I, I take my super premium brand and just make that a, the brand of the industry. What we does that create more value than becoming a, a great
1: retail? The value is where we can make the audience. Right. And we don't know how the market's going but evolve and adapt. Now, what we've done is we positioned us, and this is an outlier in the States, where we can adapt our, our portfolio. And the way, what I mean by that is, you know, when you're going public, you want cash, you want capital coming in. So, sell lease right? It's an easy way to get capital. Right. Go to one of your call to give $50 million, $25 million, ten in TIR, 10 a while, allowance, twenty-five million cash. Well, guess what? Now you have a multi year, like 15 year lease that you're now paying bit teams on. Like what happens when you might be the opportunity then to expand to more of a regional full, uh, structure. You can't walk away from need from, from those occultations to sell these vaccines. And, and the reason I say this is because we have a lot of flexibility. So if, if the value is going to be putting more product on shelves and the whole thing started or whatever we put get our hands on, we're going to do that. But if the value right now is the balanced approach between retail and wholesale, we're going to do that because vertical integration is what really drives our initially margins. And, and the free cash flow that we're projecting in the year of 50 to 75 million is in a testament to the efficiency. Yeah,
0: but vertical integration is what drives out your margin.
1: It depends on what operator you're looking.
0: Well, I mean, just fundamental. Yeah, fundamental. If you didn't have vertical inter- integration, let me say it differently,
1: you would have higher margins. If we did, if we didn't have vertical. Because you're doing business differently. You would do business differently. And you look at Trident True Retail, you yeah. are looking at 20, 25% market. And that's not when rejected for ours, but in any any tried and true if you see our segment, that's kind of what you see, right? Some to get north of 30, but I will say vertical integration does help wish the merge through other we be you I mean if we were able to just grow in a whole set I mean how many do you see, right? Those, <laughs> yeah. So you do see yeah. it. But again the opportunity to not only ride retail dollars mm-hmm. that with the channel that we have to build through but it's the feedback that we can believe really, that we have all the portfolio. And, yeah, we'll, we'll be ready to adapt our before. Yeah, and let's, this is that what we think about that you look ahead. Yeah, you have to be ready for multiple scenarios, this like you do. Safe banking, right? right? Yeah. Safe banking kicks it. What we'll is safe banking? You know, so now you have to plan for all these different variations of what safe banking is, and it could just be credit cards and a federal bank account, or it could be the whole <clears> thing <throat> available to us. So, um, yeah, we'll continue to evaluate and make sure we stay ahead. But let's let's talk about some of the events that
0: you're proud of that's happened ever on right and rather some of the financial
1: sure uh well, going public, I mean, obviously, the, <laughs> uh, not the bridges, that was a big, that was a big, yeah, it was a big day. Is that exactly when you ran the gamble. I mean, it was, you know, we had to do virtually, it was during COVID. So, yeah. So think about that. I mean, and, and what we've been able to do, so, so in my world, I need to be relevant to our investors. And luckily, I have relationships from my prior experience, you know, at Cresco. Right. So, but we did everything virtually. We were virtually, we rate money virtually. So I think we were really proud of the way that we were able to go public. That's cool. Including the Altman transaction, which gave us Ford and Arizona the baby Clo. Met oh, public is kind of in conjunction to Baffy racked off 15 additional uh, acquisitions or and, and very strategic. it was it was rabbit pay-tool. we're proud of the the ability to be able to scan our footprint. Feel you know, getting past the lockup schedule and getting the, the stock to the point where it could just trade normally in the market to a stutter to be just is billboarding a guard But from a financial perspective, you did 879 million in, in top line, 37% margins, that 324 million of adjusted EBITDA. Yep. And while free cash flow so that was good for full, yeah. was down mm-hmm. the last two quarters historically, you've been cash flow positive. And if, what we want to do is, you know, people point everyone to be adjusting even number. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's, it's a very Key metric because it kind of uh, normalizes how to do comparisons company to company. Right. But what we want to do now, and what the top line our rates call is we want to start shifting focus from adjusted EBITDA to free cash flow. So now we're going cash mm-hmm. and we're going to deal with all of our obligations and we're going to pay down our debt. And when Florida and PA start to pick up steam for adult use, then we're going to go invest into those markets and uh, you know, have those.
0: What's the margin target? Is it 40? Is it 40? Or 40? Yeah. And we
1: came out talking forty. and the reason we were able to do that is because this was ahead of any type of recessionary pressure. Well, this was premium. We had a lot of control over what we we're selling in the market. Everyone variability right now. And so what we've said is, uh, we're not gonna put any margin targets out there anymore to leave but we feel we have the ability to operate at premium to our net or and we look at our, our you know, and save anything that uh, reads true. But again, it's don't focus on margins, focus on cash flow generation. That's when you're really going to start to seek and to separate it. So who can actually generate cash flow, invest that back in the business? And, and a key metric here too that um, you know, I, that we're extremely proud of is the 260 million capex that we've invested over the last two years. So, so you're seeing you know operators in, and, and listen, I want to be clear here is like we want everyone to succeed. Yeah, we don't want in this thing to the game. We have success. That unfortunately, that we're, we're going to see people yeah. who are pulling back and they have to pull back. And he yeah. likes to try to keep the lights on for us is we just don't see that we you. Know, year term return about the capital so uh we've invested a lot in our footprint the you know that we have the ability that we have to service these markets and put supply in these markets is there yeah. is what makes us the true leader But down um, yeah it all shows up in the profit.
0: then what about international how are you looking at revenge you have to work at yeah. look at it
1: let to look at again but i say you look at every many, we have to look at it but is it near term for us absolutely not right and were you anywhere else besides the u.s sir just u.s so she went and just limited license for legal rates. If right. outside in Michigan we have one dispensary and technically that would be a fragment of the state, but okay, um, we you have to have those conversations you have to see what's going cool on outside of the US because what does this market now look like? What is the global cannabis market now look like is there a world repeat with cannabis market or is, are we gonna start participating with food companies, beverage companies, cosmetic companies So so when you think about you, know, we look out a quarter and it's still hard to look out a quarter and start to figure out what goes uh, uh, right and yeah, so it, it's not and it's here's us we have the best, you know the best flexibility in the space to pivot towards opportunity. So, are we going to be able to sell player immediately? I don't know, but if that's the case and that's where the opportunity lies, then we're in, in that direction. But we're going to look at every opportunity. And in internationals, one Book, it's far off. We talked about it, but we would be willing to not wow, do, do to, to do it. Is that
0: your role to look at Absolutely. management?
1: Yep. Strategy with the M and A, anything capital markets, both PS it found history So us. <laughs> Well, your job, was not really Yeah, I should believe that. I consider every flippin' band-aid the, So, you look at But, I mean, literally, as I said, this is no joke, is that yeah. if you are not willing to wear multiple hats, roll well, your sleeves up, and grind it out every day, then it's in the streets, but cool. No,
0: that's right. That's right. Aaron is terrific. I'm glad we got it done. We adapted the conversation, got it done, and that's great. Right. I really appreciate you coming by yeah, and spending time on Black profits, Rand. I really do.
1: We appreciate it. We appreciate the exposure. Um, you know, we obviously encourage people to go to com and you know work at what we're capable of. Ticker symbol VRNO, VRNLF on the OTC. We really proud of what we accomplished, but guess what? No time for a pat in the back with we'll have we smile? I <laughs> know not care. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're just breathing. Or just yeah, that's like that. Yes, and you know, Yeah, we're we're just trying to breathe right like now. But I will say this: in in a market, yeah, where safe didn't pass, and you're feeling a lot of deep room, yeah, we will cautious. We'll how we message got to it. Yeah, we feel that we're very kind to to take even to be able to refine with that. We're in, right
0: now. That that's a winner's attitude. That's a winner's attitude, Grant. My guest today on. On Plant Profits podcast, Aaron Miles, the chief investment officer from around. And uh, it was great chatting with you. And I, I want to thank everyone for uh, joining us on this podcast on Plant Profits. I'm Bert Davis, your host, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. Our partner in crime here is Cannabis Renewal. They do a great job working with us here on Plant Profits. And you can go to anywhere you get your podcasts you can find us on spotify amazon app wherever you get it we're there download it enjoy Find profits podcasts and also to produce global produce global my company is p-r-o-t-i-s global g-l-o-b-a-l dot com produce global and really take a look at us SO on social media or any social media platform that you can look at and we are there and take a look at how we are Building companies and what we do, and how we're helping people change their lives. Until next time, I'm Bern Davis, host of Plant Profits. Cheers.